By now, you've all heard of Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0, the latest book published by Mama Jumbo Shrimp. It's more than just another wine book. The fully updated second edition was inspired by students of the Vinitali International Academy and painstakingly reviewed and revised by an expert panel of certified Italian wine ambassadors from across the globe. The book also includes an edition by Professore Attilio Scienza, Italy's leading vine geneticist. The benchmark producer's feature is a particularly important aspect of this revised edition. The selection makes it easier for our readers to get their hands on a bottle of wine that truly represents a particular grape or region. To pick up a copy, just head to Amazon.com or visit us at MamaJumboShrimp.com. Welcome to another episode of On the Road Edition, hosted by Stevie Kim. Each week, she travels to incredible wine destinations, interviewing some of the Italian wine scene's most interesting personalities, talking about wines, the foods, as well as the incredible travel destinations. Hello, welcome to Italian Wine Podcast. This is the On the Road Edition. We are in Val di Notto in Sicily. And we are here with, of course, our brothers. You've met them before because we were in Tuscany with them in, in their main estates. But here we're in Sicily and the state name is called Feudo Macari. Ciao, Ciao. ragazzi. Ciao. So Ciao. you guys, you know, it's kind of a big deal because, of course, your father, Antonio, started the whole wine adventure. What are the biggest challenges for you two? Well, I would say that given the fact that I was more involved in finance and um, economics before joining the family business, I always tasted and drank and, and drank wine with the family and I always like participated to the wine tasting with my, my father. But I think that when I joined the business, I needed to be like much more precise and much more technical and much more like uh, getting really into the details of the of the wine business because um, I always had the, an experience around the wine like mainly from a pleasure point of view not really like in deep into it like every day and working with people that knows a lot about wine so first of all I had to learn a lot and also study but I'm still studying and I still have to study a lot and um, Alberto, of course, you know, it's exciting because it's kind of a new business and we know you're coming from the fashion world. So you have that kind of what I love this Italian saying, chiave di lettura, right? You have that perspective coming from the fashion, translating your experience into the wine business. But what are some of the things um, that you would like to um, go forward with, especially in Sicily, this Val di Notto, which is an enormous, enormous adventure. Yes, it's really an enormous adventure, like you said, and was really complicated, but beautiful in the same time, because it's obviously, it's, it's a business, so it's a work. So we have to be very serious on what is work and what is something around the work and business. But in the other hand, everything comes from a pure love. So sometimes it's very complicated because passion. you are really, yes, in passion and inside of this world with totally 
this passion that first of us was addicted to our father. So we have to learn everything and a lot. But in the other side, we have this like um, love for how is everything around the vine and this beautiful world. So for, for our audience who are unfamiliar with Theodor Macchiari, can you give us kind of a general, a very skinny overview of where we are? So if we look at the map, we're just, and we see where Sicily is, which is the south of Italy. Looking at the region, we are really at the south. So it's the southest part of the region. So Feldomacher is a property of 250 hectares. And uh, we have uh, vineyards that cover the area for 64, six, 63 and something. And we mainly have Nero Davola, which is the red variety, Grillo, which is the white autochthon variety. Then we have some Syrah and uh, Cabernet. So we always, since day one, like my father always decided to plant and to invest and to really believe in the autochthon varieties, which is Nero Davola and Grillo. And we always try to do 100% Nero Davola for red and 100% Grillo for the white one. Not is a very specific and different area from the rest of Italy. If you notice, when we went around, like the area is very baroque, and it's not baroque and rich only from an architect point of view. It's very rich from all the natural aspects as well. The sun is very strong and very rich. Everybody knows the tomato from Pacino yeah, because Pacino, they're, very, they're like the tiny ones. Yeah, they're right? the tiny one, but it's not only the size; it's the taste they have. They are much sweeter. They are like. They're very, very tasteful. And this is thanks to the reaching of the sun, of the inclination of the ray, of the soils. And of course, all these aspects, they reflect on the grapes, on the, on the vineyards here. And they give like very, very generous and rich and powerful and strong wines. And this is what my father, back in time, end of the 90s, fell in love with. So he immediately felt the strength and the power and the richness of this area of Sicily. Did you say you have like 60 hectares? Of vines. Exactly. Yes. So is it fair to say that you are the largest player in this area? Uh, so far, I think, yeah, we are the largest yes. player. Okay. Yeah. So, yes. uh, so Alberto, tell us your two signature wines. First of all, I would like to say that all the vine that is here, mm -hmm. it's all like single tree uh, with the system of alberello, mm -hmm. single bush tree. Why? Because, like we said, he said that we are quite south in Sicily. This helps a lot to make the shadow to the grapes and protect and make it fresher. You mean the bush vines? The bush vines, yes. Remember, we are like at 1.52 kilometers from the sea. Mm -hmm. So we have a lot of maritime influence even here. But the breeze that comes from sea, even that gives this sapidity that we can feel on our red wine uh, saya, but even on the Grillo grapes. Are you enjoying this podcast? There's so much more high quality wine content available from Mama Jumbo Shrimp. Check out our new wine study maps, our books on Italian wine, including Italian Wine Unplugged, The Jumbo Shrimp Guide to Italian Wine, Sangiovese Lambrusco and other stories, and much, much more on our website, mamajumboshrimp.com. Now back to the show. 
we're talking about two principal grape varieties here, right? Which are your signature wines. So tell us about Nero d'Avola and Grillo. So our iconic red wine is called Saya. Saya is actually an Arabic root name because it means like water channel. So they're very important in agriculture because they actually bring and lead the water to all the kind of field for the crop and for the agriculture. And um, it's our iconic wine, as I said, it's 100% Nero d'Avola, but it does a very specific and peculiar aging in the winery because uh, we age it like between 12 and 14 months in a small oak barrel, but we give an Italian touch with two big, big barrel one is a cherry tree wood and the other one is a chestnut wood. So it makes the fruit more elegant, more balanced. And it also helps to keep the, the intensity of the fruit over the time and ages very well. So you can taste it like the wine after 10 or 15 years, it ages beautifully, but you feel the fruit is always still there, like in a very elegant, smooth way. All right, and then you have another uh, signature wine, which is called Family and friends. But in the beginning, it wasn't called family and friends. No, the first label was Familia Amici. Yeah. At the beginning, it was only 500 Magnum. So we used to drink and taste them over the summer with all the family and friends that used to come here, like every time. So it was an experiment because like my father, as I said before, he really wanted to see what was the, the reaction and the um, the result of uh, trying to age in Grillo because like at the beginning he wanted to try with Chardonnay and there was like this trend of having like international variety in Sicily but he said no I want to try and, and see and focus on Grillo this is an area for Grillo and I want to to work on it and see how it comes so it was an auction experiment that's why he, he was producing like little quantity. Let me ask you kind of a cheeky question what are your ambitions as kind of the new generation into the family business. What are your ambitions? Like, what changes do you want to make? What are your visions in the next three to five years? I think that your... between three to five years now, we have this beautiful project that you see today to develop the new challenge in Etna that we were seeing and say this morning, especially for us, because we would like to give like this new generation of our contribute uh, to this beautiful place. I think that, for, especially for us, that we came from other business and we were involved in this passion world, it's to keep going what our father have done today, starting from his father, it's to continue this passion to create every day, to achieve every day better wine and better project for the future on the wine. What about you, Amadeo? How are you going to make a difference for the family wine business? First of all, as, as I said before, I have more um, an economic and finance background. So I'm, I'm more like the figure guy. But um, I think what my father did is a, a great job in the vineyards and in the winery. And what me and my brother are bringing to the company and to the overall group of, of, for the wineries is a push on uh, communication, try to promote the beauty of these wineries. Because you know, when my father started everything, he was always being very much focused on the production, on making great wines. But me and Alberto, especially Alberto, who come from the fashion industry, promoting like something that is beautiful, is luxury. So we have this in our DNA as a family, because also we have a background in fashion and real estate. So. 
um, I think we will really give an effort on um, making, uh, on explaining what is the beauty of making wine, what is the beauty of, of uh, producing wine. Listen, let's talk about something easy. But what are some fun things to do around Noto? So first thing I would suggest you to go to Noto to Cafe Sicilia and taste the best granita and cassata ice cream ever. Yeah, Cafe Sicilia, it's in the heart of Noto. Of course, Noto itself is an incredible, it's beautiful, yeah, it's Baroque like, um, town to visit. What are some of the other fun places to visit around Noto? Another very fun place is Marzamemi. It's actually an old Tonara. So it's basically, it's a little village, a port as well. And back in time, they used to fish the tuna in the sea and then they bring it there. And each single uh, house has a, a, a phase of processing tunas because it was like a tuna business back in time was a very uh, important um, business for the, for the family who owned the, the, the tunara back in time. And it's very typical from Sicily. It's very charming now. It's like full of restaurants, but very well like restored and typical. They're like, you can find And how like far is it from Noto? Noto is like seven kilometers, eight kilometers. Alrighty. And that is a wrap from Feudo Macari with the brothers Moretti and Cuseri, Amadeo and Alberto. Chin chin with Italian wine people. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for joining us on another installment of On the Road Edition, hosted by Stevie Kim. Join her again next week for more interesting content in the Italian wine scene. You can also find us at italianwinepodcast.com or wherever you get your pods. You can also check out our YouTube channel, Mama Jumbo Shrimp, to watch these interviews and the footage captured of each location. Chin chin!